Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. to them that believe. How many believe our God is a miracle doer? Amen. Amen. Once he has done something for you, you can't keep quiet. You are witnesses in the building. Amen. Let's take a seat for a while. Let's start with this. They asked Brother Branham, did I greet you? Or was I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Amen. Maybe it was a good song testimony. I even forgot to greet. They asked Brother Branham a question in COD. He said, we were married 21 years ago by the justice of peace. Was it wrong? And the prophet answers and says, yes, it was wrong for you to do that. Marriage belongs in the house of God. But being that you are married, here is when you are really married. You are married when your 
valve one to the other when you promise one another that you will take one another. The justice of peace, which is home affairs in our case, could only give you license, that's legal terms, of living together as a husband and wife without being common law husband and wife. But when you promise this girl and you promise that man that you live true to him and you take him to be your husband, you are married to them. You remember we spoke about vows here. Then he say, I say you got married by just a magistrate. You have been, you should have been married by the church, by the minister. That's the decent thing to do for a Christian. Amen. Amen. So the marriage belongs to the house of the Lord. So we baptize Brother Vino here as he stands up. Is he here, Brother Vino? All right. He's there at the back. He'll come next week at the four. The wife is at work. So when we baptized him, uh, he, he was married traditionally. So he came to me and said, Pastor, I need to make sure that I bring my marriage to the altar. Uh, I like a man who does not do things uh, half done. You know, uh, there are people where if they do anything, it starts well, but it doesn't look well. Amen. But I like a man, once he starts, how it finishes, it shows that it's a masterpiece. That I need to be baptized, and after, let me check the status of my marriage in relation to God. Let me fix this. That's a a, a responsible young man. I think he deserves a round of applause. So he will come to the phone next week. His wife is at work. And then just so that I can just announce them. Amen. Amen. Uh, it is not only for Brother Vino. Uh, did you hear the quotation? If your marriage was never blessed by the minister of the gospel, hey, Kulumang, tonight you and the wife talk. Don't leave it hanging. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes you may battle to go forward in life, but you find that it's something that is not being done right. You know, in the message, I think the message is, uh, uh, is it, is not doing God a service. I think it is total separation from unbelief. Brother Bram speaks about a brother. I think this brother was just battling. And he comes to Brother Brenham during a private interview. And when Brother Bram looked into his life, Brother Bram says, I see something that you did when you were still in Roman Catholic as an altar boy. The brother said, what do you mean? Because Do you think God holds that against me? 
He says, that is the only dark spot that I see in your life. The brother was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The brother was in the faith. But something happened there that was supposed to have been fixed. With, when it comes to the things of God, we take it seriously. Are, are you with me, folks? So if you have not been blessed, it's just the angles that came together and talked a hour. You have not finished. You still also that as a minister I stand behind before you and say, I pronounce you husband and wife. Amen. All right, let's stand. We're going to go to the wait. Let's just sing Manaso. What lovely song service. Let's sing Jumela Fela. You know, the, uh, for some reason when I was in Zimbabwe, everywhere I went, they were just singing that welcome on the pulpit. Amen. But it's not the song that I taught them. It's a different one. <laughs> Amen. There's a song that I loved when I was in Trinidad. I said, can they sing this song? They said, no, we don't know it. Can you teach us? I said, hey. There's far, I can't mess up well I'm far. So in Zimbabwe they say, can you teach us? I say, bring your musicians. And we sang, hey, and they sang it very nice. I can't teach you, you are graduates. Amen. Bring, bring it as we go to the reading of the words. to the book of Genesis, the 18th chapter. Mm-hmm. 
dressed in this manner if it has been found. The Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. Verse 2. And he lift up he lift up his eyes and looked. And he lift up his eyes and looked. And lo, three men stood by him. And lo, three men stood by him. When he saw them, when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door. And bowed himself toward the ground. And bowed himself towards the ground. And said, My Lord. And said, My Lord. He's worshipping here. If now I have found favor in thy sight. If now I have found favor in thy sight. Pass not away. Pass not away. I pray thee. From thy servant. Gracious Heavenly Father, this morning by grace we approach your throne of grace. First and foremost, thank you for the good health. Thank you for the preservation of our souls. And dear God, we see the signs of the times. We just heard last night there was a, a 4.4 magnitude earthquake in Gauteng. These are the scriptures happening. Amen. But Lord, we are not afraid because we know where we stand with you. Amen. I like it in the scripture. The Bible says Abraham got up one morning and stood where he stood with the Lord. And this morning by grace, we want to stand with you, dear God, on holy ground. Lord, we have read the scripture, anoint my lips, and anoint their ears, that what is going to be proclaimed here, may it be filtered by the Holy Ghost. We live during a time where it is very never breaking to stand behind the pulpit because Lord you say I don't want to say anything wrong whatever has got to be said may it be in line with the thoughts of God because Lord your people are depending on what is being preached and I can imagine on that day when we as ministers shall be called and to be held accountable for what we have preached. Oh God, I forbid it, dear God, that it should be found that where we were supposed to speak, we are afraid. Give us the backbone to declare the gospel in the manner that it should be declared. That when we come on the other side, believers can say, thank you for having preached in the manner that you preached may not have been popular, but here we are. We have reached our destination. May you make every person within the sound of my voice to understand the hour in which we are living in. 
And Lord, if they are not right, may they make their lives right. Because Lord, the time is far spent. Time of playing church is over. This is a time of preparation as it was then before they left Egypt. What was on their lips was, have we done according to the way the prophet said? That is why, dear God, there is an unction of the Holy Spirit to make your people to listen to those tapes and to hear what the prophet messenger said on those tapes and to get an atmosphere from those tapes. I have a testimony about the many people that were struggling with insomnia, but later when they listened to the tapes, demons left their houses. May the believers understand how critical it is to listen to them. That is my desire. And this morning, what we're going to preach is to emphasize what you've already given the prophet messenger. As we commit everything to you, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. amen. God bless you as you take your seats for a couple of minutes. We appreciate the service on oh, last Sunday and as well as for the tape that we listened to on Divine Love on Wednesday. How many listen to the tapes at home? How many? How many are listening to the tapes at home? Amen. Sometimes listen to it in your car. It will do you some good. Amen. Now, this morning I want to speak on the nature of the angel before the destruction of Sodom. The nature of the angel before the destruction of Sodom is what I want us to look at this morning. Now, in Genesis 18, Abraham lifted up his head, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked. He saw three men coming to him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the ground and said, My Lord, if I found favor in thy sight, pass not I, I pray thee for thy servant. It was three men, but the one that was worshipped was one. Hallelujah. The one that worship was intended to was one, and the one that received the worship was one. That's why he did not say, my Lord. He said, my Lord. Amen. Amen. And we want to look at the nature of this angel. Amen. Now, in the, I think don't be surprised if you see the projector not being as clear as the screen. The projector's uh, 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 bulb is almost half of its life. Amen. Now, in the anointed ones at the end time, paragraph 362, 
the prophet says, first, the world is, the world is in a Sodom condition. Uh, uh, do we agree? Yes. So, the focus for the believer is not the Sodom condition. If there is a Sodom condition, then there must be an angel. Hallelujah. If there is a Sodom condition, there must be Abraham. Abraham was a prophet. If there is a Sodom condition, there must be Sarah. If there is a Sodom condition, there must be a body change. It says the world is in a Sodom condition. Jesus said it would happen. Look at the perversion. Our women trying to act like men. Women have lost a sense of femininity. They have become masculine. Masculine in attitude, masculine in spirit, masculine in conduct. Until such time, trying to find a woman in the world today is like looking for a needle in the haystack. Hallelujah. Look at the perversion of women trying to act like men. Our men trying to act like women. Sissified. Rotten. Filthy. Low down. Devil possessed. And don't know it. The Bible said that would happen. That's where it's at. Are you with me folks? Men becoming sissified. And let me show you what, let me break it down because what characterizes a Sodom condition is a homosexual spirit. Amen. That spirit, it's so, it's so aggressive in the end time. Uh, presidents are crumbling under pressure because of that, uh, uh, that spirit. I'm amazed that uh, the Western world, when they interact with Africa, what, pro, what preoccupies their mind or dominates their mind is about homosexuality. They don't care whether we ate last night. They don't care whether we've got access to the resources that the continent is endowed with. All they are worried is that do we allow men and men to marry men, women to marry women? Hunger, they are not worried about that. Every president that comes into the office, they need to answer to the West. The first question is, are you allowing homosexuality? And if you don't allow it, then they remove aid. That's why we need to hate poverty. Uh, and I've heard people say poverty is a demon. I don't say poverty is a demon, but I'm saying uh, poverty is a condition that demons can take advantage of. Amen. Why I'm saying that? Because even prosperity, demons can take advantage of prosperity. Are you still with me? Now, 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 because of, you look at, look at, uh, may God bless Musuveni in Uganda. Yeah. And he understands he's got flu, but we say God healed that old man yeah. for having a backbone. Yeah. 
One thing that made us respect Robert McGowan was his standpoint on this. I'm preaching in South Africa and we are not afraid. If you are afraid, it's up to you. I'm here to preach the gospel. Are you still with me? Now, you look at South Arabia, it's an oil-rich country. And you look at the whole Middle East, Qatar, it's more, they are very rich, those guys. I mean, a guy just went to buy a teddy bear to, to the tune of $6.4 million just to decorate the airport in, in Qatar. Now, that, that's how wealthy they are. Uh, they, your Ferraris are just used by normal cops. Now, so they don't believe in homosexual rights, but America doesn't say anything about them. You know why? Because they're not poor. Yeah. But because Africa is poor, they say, you will do this or else. But we rather go hungry than to compromise on godly principles. Are you with me? I hope that makes sense to you. Now, that spirit, I hate it. Uh, if you call me homophobe, it's fine. I'm happy with that tech. That spirit cannot find a dwelling place in the house of God. Amen. It's a demonic spirit that must be rejected by all people that are believing the gospel. Amen. Can you say amen to that? Amen. I know people are afraid to preach like this because the gospel has got to be politically correct, but I'm not here to be politically correct. I'm here to be heavenly correct. Now, I want us to look at a certain something here. Sentence in paragraph 143, the prophet says, The other day I was over at Howard Johnson's. Not this one here, but one on the road going out. I just sat back in amazement. Here come a little boy along, his mouth open. And he had a dark hair here, and he combed it over this way and put a roller in it and curled it up around. You know that, that roller? Yeah. And curled it up on top of, top of, around top of his eyes, looking out to the top of his eyes, going around. If I ever seen perversion, see, he wouldn't believe it. He could prove maybe he was a male, but in his spirit, he is female. Physically male, but in the spirit, female. And in the prophecy is the tragedy. He doesn't know what side of the house he belongs on. That's right, how perverted. Now, uh, I'm going to make you can, can comfortable. I'm going to dwell here for a while. I know you want me to pass quicker. I'm not going to pass quicker. Now, black women in, 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 in majority, they used to be happy and not have a problem with gays. If they go to the saloon, they say uh, they prefer homosexuals. Even when they call them chomi, it happens around. <laughs> and if you criticize a homosexual, 
the people that are going to first attack you is black women. Now, it was fine because they thought uh, uh, mean somewhat, they thought homosexuals were neutralizing us. Now, you remember, they call them the alphabet community. Every day they add a new alphabet. Now, there is one that they call transgender women. That now has made women to be very angry. Because it's women, it's men that are men, but that go through an op in order to become women. Now, they are speaking about an experience of being women. But now women are saying, you are not women. Because you cannot experience what a woman is going through. Are you still with me? Now women are joining us when we told you men that you cannot say you are a woman. Hallelujah. It was fine when it was women. But now even in sports it is becoming very dangerous. But here is where it gets interesting. They arrested a trans, transgender woman in the States. And they locked him up with women because he's a woman according to the constitution in no time in that prison they find out women are getting pregnant (laughs) and when they look around they realize "Uh -uh." (laughs) although the constitution says he's a he's a he's a woman although he says he's a woman but once we locked him up there he was no longer a woman It was a bull now in the camp. You cannot cheat nature. I'll repeat, you cannot cheat nature. Now, the whole world in the Western world, they are up in arms. They took it further and say, these women now, they must go and compete in athletics. And now, those the guys are taking because men and women, their anatomy is not the same. Now, these, these, these ones that backslid from men would and that jumped over on the other side, they are taking awards and women say, no, we must put a law in place that they must not participate. Do you see that the world is becoming confused? But I say, God must help us to produce men to be men. And women to be women as the heavenly agenda. And when you go and check, I'm going to come to some stuff. This demon, what sustains it is money. It's very difficult to find a homosexual that is poor. They make money, a lot of money. Now, folks... If we take the message of the hour, or maybe Brother Mutabu would know, if the doctor gives you a dosage of medication that you must drink, and instead of drinking that dosage, you drink half of it and dilute it with something else, will it produce the desired results? Now, the dosage that God has given us in the end time is the message. Even if we drop a a milliliter, just a little, we're going to find that we will have things among us that we battle with, and we say, why are we not overcoming? 
only to realize we are not taking the dosage according to the measurement. And I'm here to adjure you that let's not drop the dosage. We live during a time, this, this spirit, I'm not going to live, I'm going to dwell here because it's a Sodom condition. It used to be that women were afraid, uh, or today, married men have got boyfriends. It's not a slip of a tongue. Married men have boyfriends. Not girlfriends anymore. Boyfriends. That's how vile this world has become. Can you say amen to that? If I make you uncomfortable, you need to repent. There must be something wrong. I am not living on this one. Are you with me, folks? Married men. You can't trust your married man, a married man with a colic anymore. It's a body, but it's a body that looks very awkward. Are you with me? And I believe that we are coming to a spot where you can't trust anyone except a message believer. And even within message believers, we need to check you can't trust everyone because there are three kinds of believers. But uh, don't worry about the three kinds of believers. The Holy Spirit will sift them. If you're not a believer, you're not into it for a long haul. The Holy Spirit will sift you out. When it's said and done, will remain with believers. And don't think the message community is immune to the Spirit. I was somewhere in another country... And they told me about how a pastor was overtaken by this spirit. And tried to make a move on a deacon. But uh, they say, the deacon really laid hands upon him. And I say, praise be to God, they shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Romans 1, 26, let's get into what is going on. 1, 26, let's read it together. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Uh, remember, I'm talking about Sodom here. Before I get to the nature of the angel. 27. And likewise also the men. Live in the natural use of women. Bent in their last one towards another. Men with men working that which is unseemly. And receiving in themselves their recompense of their error which was made. 
And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness. These are the characteristics of Sodom. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Fornication. Wickedness. Covetousness. Maliciousness. Full of envy. Murder, yeah. debate, debate. Deceit. deceit, malignity, that means evilly in nature, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, Inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, meaning they cannot be. They, they say they cannot be appeased. They cannot be stopped. Unmerciful. Who, knowing the knowledge of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do, do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They rejoice. They can coexist with people that do these things. Do you think this scripture can still be read in many churches today? Why? The world is in Sodom. Let me come to this one. Secondly, It's in that hour, according to the scripture here, that Janis and Jamris appears. Thirdly, it's in that same hour that the Son of Man is to be revealed. So, Brahman says there are three things that are before us. The world in Sodom, Janis and Jamris, and the Son of Man to be revealed. Maybe we come to the next slide so that we just sum it up. The world in Sodom condition is a worldliness zone. Everything there is worldly. Then Janice and Jambres is a religious zone. Then Son of Man is revelation zone. This morning, 
when you live in the world that we live in, either you are in a Sodom condition, or you are within among Janus and Jamres, or you are in the revelation of this son of man zone. Sodom condition is being driven by the political order. It's about politics. They drive the agenda. Janice and Jambrens is driven by the false anointed ones. These are, these are many people in ministry. These are the people that uh, they, to them, they are in between the son of man ministry and Sodom condition, they are right in between. Then the people that are in the revelation zone, these are led by the prophet. Amen. I want you to see the two different. The Sodom condition is led by the political order, but to the people that are in the revelation of this son of man zone, they are led by the prophet. And most of the time, the prophetic leadership and the political leadership have never gone in the same direction. There is always a collusion. Are you, are you with me? You can't be led by politicians and be led by the prophet at the same time. Hallelujah. It, it requires a two different value system. Now, Sodom condition, we are beginning to see the devil incarnated in flesh. Moderate. Uh, all things that are happening in Sodom. I think even you, every time you hear things happening there, you get shell-shocked. It is what is happening because it's the time. Then Janice and Jambres, these are borderline. They are on the borderline. These are the people that if you were to ask them a question and say, what do you say about homosexuality? They will say, everybody has got a choice. Hallelujah. It sounds politically right, but it is not scripturally right. You, you don't have a choice to be who you are. You were made to be who you are. Amen. Can I get an amen on that one? Amen. You don't have a choice on who you are. You were made to be what you are by the almighty God. Amen. And you can never go back to God and say, God, you made a mistake when you made me this way. Amen. God does not make mistakes at all. Amen. Can I get an amen? God does not make mistakes at all. If you are a man, God never made a mistake to make you a man. Be a man. If you are a woman, God never made a mistake to be a woman. Be a woman. Are you still with me? And, and maybe, maybe I had much better say, the Bible says during the time of Sodom, men during that time, they never saw, how can I put it? Brother Bram said, this boy, physically, he's a man. But in the spirit, he's a female. Now, if it happens, a woman can be woman physically, but in the spirit, she can have a masculine spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, are you here, folks? Amen. And when, 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 when a man is married to a woman, but a woman does not have a feminine spirit, has got a masculine spirit, God help that man. Are you, are, you, are you with me? Because why? The male spirit by nature, the female spirit by nature is very sensitive. The, the feminine spirit is, is, is characterized by compassion. 
the feminine spirit is, is characterized by tenderness. Yeah. But now, if it is a masculine spirit, hey, brother, it's a trigger ready. Yeah. Are, you, are you still with me? Yeah. Now, here is what confuses me. He's got a woman that he's married to that has got a masculine spirit. He gets into a car going to work with his male colleague, and the male colleague has got a female spirit. Are you, are you getting the confusion of our time? I, I hope I'm not losing you. At home, they shouted at him. He gets into the car. The man is very male. How did you sleep? This man even sends good night to him. He sends him good morning text to him. But he's a maid. Physically speaking, but in the spirit... He's a female. Do you see how the devil has crossed the seas? Are you still with me? But we thank God for the message of the hour. We thank God for the power of the restoration. And maybe somebody sitting there say, can it be fixed? I'm here as a minister of the gospel to say, we don't only identify the problem, we've got a solution to the problem. There is a man who was in Namibia, a full-blown homosexual that repented, is now happily married to his wife. He's a brother. That's the power of deliverance. And not it will happen here. I can trace many times where I've seen it happening. If it's a spirit, it takes the Holy Spirit to overcome that spirit. And this morning I said to our young people, that spirit can be overcome. In Sodom, there are unbelievers there. Within the Janus and Jambres, make believers. And a believer. But the people that are under the Son of Man, which is Abrahamic material, Janus and Jambres are not out of Sodom. They are in Sodom. Abraham is not in Sodom. is out of Sodom. Janus and Jambres are in Sodom to give the people of Sodom a religious feel, irrespective of their sins. Are you still with me here, folks? I'll repeat. Janus and Jambres are not out of Sodom. They are worshipping God in Sodom. They are preaching about God in Sodom. They are singing about God in Sodom, but they are not of God. They are just there to, to, to ease the conscience of the people in Sodom that no matter what, at least we are worshipping God. Amen. But when God came down, he never went to Sodom. He went to Abraham. Amen. I hope here we're going to be together here. Amen. Sarah, sisters, are you here? Can you say amen to this? Amen. Sarah did not look at the woman at Sodom as an example. They are in Sodom. She knew that destruction is about to fall on Sodom. But Sarah was separated with the prophet. Whatever she did, it was what was approved by Abraham, not by the trends in Sodom. She had rejected Sodom because she knew the number of Sodom were numbered. The days of Sodom were numbered. Amen. 
But Janice and Jambres were there to tell the people, Sarah and Abraham are old-fashioned. Are you still with me? Look, look at Sarah. How can she call Abraham my Lord? That's it. That's a female. Op- that's exactly what Sarah called Abraham, my Lord. Yeah. Uh, brother, yeah. we can't even try that in the message. It will cause an uproar. <laughs> but Sarah called Abraham, my Lord. Yeah. And the women in Sodom, they could not comprehend that old-fashioned, backwards, woman oppression. But look, when God came down, he was not attracted by Sodom, but he was attracted by what was happening in the house of Abraham. That's why this morning we say, give me an old-fashioned re- religion. Yes. Give me an old-time religion. Not a new religion in Sodom. Not a charismatic religion in Sodom. Give me the old-time religion. The one that calls a separation from a sinner to a sin. Not the one that makes them to coexist. Are you still with me, folks? Can I get an amen here this morning? Let's come. Says, would say Jesus. Paragraph 147. It says, now, always, the street classes of people, every meeting has them. Even this meeting. Amen. This morning has these three classes. I know sometimes when ministers preach in their churches, they want to say it's out the eye in every meeting. Every city has them. Every church, every has them. That is unbelievers. There are unbelievers here. There are. We don't know what we wear, where you wear during the week. You know. We don't know what you get up to in your closet. You know. I'm not going to guarantee and say, hey, at Lighthouse, only believers, liar. Are you with me? But the bit about it, everyone knows themselves. This you can delegate. Everyone knows themselves. But all we are saying, saying in the umbrella, every meeting, you know, I was telling a pastor somewhere, I say, you know, brothers say in every church there are three kinds of believers. I say our responsibility is just to manage the ratio. <laughs> that we never get outnumbered by unbelievers. Amen. And never get outnumbered by make-believers. The street classes of people, every meeting has them. Every city has them. Every church has them. That is unbelievers, make believers, and believers. That's exactly right. It's always been that way. It is yet today. Every congregation, every assembling together, even when the sons of God came before God, there he was unbeliever. Are you still with me, folks? Now, 
here is where I want to really, really pinch your spiritual conscience. If every church has got three kinds of believers, make sure that your role model is not a brother next to you. Because you don't know in which category they fall into. Make sure that your role model is not a sister next to you. You don't know what category they fall into. Make sure that you, you are bar, you are standard. Your barometer is the Lord Jesus Christ. And make sure that the mirror that you look into is the mirror of the way. Are you with me? Amen. Brother Bram, in the message, God keeps his weight. Paragraph 9. He says, I think that's like a lot of, a lot of people like Ahab today. And I say that Ahab was a borderline believer. What is a borderline believer? A lukewarm. Half-baked. <laughs> Can you eat half big scones? They'll make you sick. Lukewarm, half baked, so called believer. Notice always an axe to grind. But he wasn't satisfied with what he had, he had to try to get more. That's the way the church gets sometimes. You can't be satisfied with Jesus and the good old-fashioned experience of a good old backwards, sky blue, sin-killing religion. You have to go dangling around in the world after something else. The devil is always present to give you what you are looking for. Are you with me, folks? Amen. The devil is always ready to give you what you are looking for. But let me come to the nature of this angel. Brahma says in the message, Escape, hither, come quickly, paragraph 31. He says, Now I want you to notice lost time. God will burn this earth with fire. How many knows? He said that. The prophet says he will do it. This earth will be bent with fire. As here, amen and amen there. This earth will be bent with fire. Everything that you admire of this world will be subject to fire. I want you to notice the nature. Of that angel just before the earth was bent the other time in Sodom and Gomorrah. Now look at the morals of Sodom and Gomorrah and compare it with the United States. Just compare it. See? Divorces, education, immorality, you see it. And for some reason, the same things that the prophet condemned America for, they are now, you know, South Africa, we are even far ahead of America in our self-destructive ways. Uh, hallelujah. Everywhere South Africa sold before every other nation. Uh, am I correct, folks? Divorce is skyrocketing. 
half of women in South Africa are teens. They've got, they've got children even before they get into marriage. It has now become a norm. And I want to say it is not a norm. It's abnormal. Are you still with me? A young woman must remain chaste until she is in marriage. Even a young boy must remain chaste until he is in marriage. This kissing, hugging, and dilly-dallying is seen upon the face of the earth. And when you are a message believer, be far from such. I say, be far from such. Your friends may do it, but you are not your friends. You are, you are, you are, you, even people that you know in the message may do it. And young people must understand. Every church, brother says, churches have got spirits. Yeah. This church, its role model is not a church anywhere else. Yeah. The standard here is the weight. Yeah. Don't tell me that at that church they do it. If they do it, go to that church. Yeah. I've said it, I've said it, understand. We are not going to lower the bar to attract membership. If we remain five and God ordained us to be five, we will be five. Oh, somebody says you will go hungry because they won't be tired. God will bless those five to sustain the ministry. It's not in number, it's in quality. Are you still with me? Yes. Messages are going to backslide. Yes. Young girls, even if you meet a minister's gospel wearing a tight, don't start wearing a tight. Who so, will excommunicate you? Yes. I'm not to say ministers here, their wives are wearing tights, but somewhere else things happen. Yes. It's a shame of things that we see. Yes. And young people are staggering. But if you say wrong, why do we see? No. Your standard is the weight. Yeah. The waking of the Holy Spirit. Paragraph 46. says, one day, while Abraham, sitting in that condition, he raised up his eyes and looked one hot day. It was in the afternoon. He saw three men coming. Walking, had the dust all over their clothes. Had what? They were dressed. Hallelujah. And Abraham was spiritual. They had dust. They were wearing the clothes that people were wearing. They had dust. But Abraham was spiritual. He recognized immediately who was who that was. He ran out and fell down by the side of the man's feet and said, My Lord, a man wearing whatever he was wearing with dust all over his clothes, stopped by a little while and sat under the tree and let me bring a morsel of me, meal. And refresh yourself, then you may go on. For this purpose have you come to your servant. The opening quotation it says, Abraham was spiritual. 
and he ran to them, but he bowed down to one. These are, these are not angels per se. These are three men in the visible realm. The Bible calls them angels, but when you looked, you saw three men. They had assimilated into environment that they did not look extraordinary. Just three men coming, but Abraham was spiritual. To you know that one of them is the almighty God. One of them is the creator of the universe. But now he was in the body of flesh wearing clothes with some dust on. And went down and bowed down and worshipped him. This is not in Sodom. Let's carry on. What? They looked like men. But you know who it was? It was two angels and almighty God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham was spiritual. He knew this is an angel. This other one is an angel. But the one here is the almighty God. Amen. It takes spiritual discernment. Folks, if you get to this, you're going to get a lot of things. Abraham worshipped the almighty God. Abraham knew God is the creator of the universe. But when God poured himself into a body of flesh and walked towards the house of Abraham, Abraham recognized who he was. God in human flesh, dressed in clothes, come into the house of Abraham. <laughs> Folks, if we are Abrahamic material, we must expect God in flesh wearing human clothes to come to us. God never breaks his patterns. We would see Jesus. 162. Three of them came up and watch. When they came up, Abraham went out and said, My Lord, come by, sit down, sitting in his tent door. There was something about those men. They were strangers, dust on their clothes. But what it was, God himself and two angels. That's what the Bible says. Abraham called him Lord, Elohim, Lord Jehovah, the self-existing one. He came up and they sat down and they talked with Abraham. God in the house of Abraham sitting on a chair. God wearing clothes with the dust on his clothes. Are you getting it, folks? Amen. Abraham talking to God face to face. Not God in heaven. Abraham even said, God, you are hungry. I need to prepare you something to eat. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Abraham's covenant confirmed, 190. It says, when Sarah doubted God, God would have got rid of her. Because now God is in the house of Abraham. He said, where is Sarah thy wife? He knew Sarah's name. He knew Abraham's name. He knows your name. He knows your wife's name. He knew address of Abraham. He knows your address. There were many houses, but he went to one address. There are many addresses today, but he's going to specific addresses. And he sat down and told Abraham, according to the time of life, which is after 28 days, I will return thy wife Sarah shall have a son. And while sitting there, Sarah in the tent behind God, she laughed in her heart. Brother Brown say, when Sarah doubted God, God would, have got, God would have got rid of her, but he couldn't do it. Why? She is part of Abraham. God could have destroyed her, but he couldn't because she is part of Abraham. My, my. That's the reason when we, do, when we do wrong, God would slay us. I could never come here and preach a revival. No other preacher could. You would never have a revival. You would be cut off forever, but he can't do it. He cuts his own son off if he does. See, for the wife is a part of the husband. They are no longer twain, they are one. So he couldn't have hurt Sarah without hating Abraham. Hallelujah. God would have struck Sarah, but he said, wait a minute. Sarah is part of my son, Abraham. Are you still with me? Marriage in the house of Abraham saves. Marriage in the house of Abraham is not just a romantic affair. It's a redemption. That here I am as a prophet, Abraham. My wife has got some deficiency. She doubts. But God, you cannot kill my wife because I am your son. If you hurt my wife, you will hurt me. It's happening again today. Come on, folks. Are you here? God will never destroy our children. They get rights. I said it was God's rights. Parents, when was the last time where you disagreed with your child? And said, not here. If it is not happening, you are backslidden. I'm here to preach the gospel. Because why? We are going against the tide. It's swallowing young people. It's swallowing family. When was the last time as a man you told your wife, not yet, Lani. We don't do it like this. We don't dress like this. We don't live like this. God give us men with a backbone. We are tired of sissified men in church. They're afraid of wives. They're afraid of mother-in-laws. They're afraid of children. Where are men for the hour? Men that can say, take sides with Jesus. But you know what's the problem? If you're not living right, your children know, your wife knows. Abraham, the wife knew he's a believer. The children knew he's a believer. That's why they respected his faith. 
got a message, believer, a man with beard, but you still debate with your wife. SMS. What type of an SMS? What's up? Oh, woman. After we've been worshipping for long. No, it's just what? Nonsense! Separate from the world! Be a man of honor! Be a man of dignity! And real brothers in the message, they will drive past a woman even when it is raining. To protect their testimony. Yes, it's raining, but I can't get her into my car. I don't know what spirit she has. Somebody may see me. If you pick them up, it's my colleague. Huh? It's my colleague. Huh? You will fall. And these days, because people now, they are so... You know, backsliders today, they've got audacity. God will make you naked. And your video will go all over social media. Because why? You don't respect faith. You don't respect God. We need men that can respect God. Men, you know, Sarah called Abraham my Lord because she saw the Lord in this man and said, He is the great Lord, but this is my amateur Lord. Same nature. We've got crooks in the message today. Crooks. Even pastors these days, crooks. We don't have scarcity of crooks. I'm preaching here for crooks. Justifying things that should not be justified. Brother, in my office, these days, we deal with serious prayer requests. Lord, I've got this deal. I want you to pray, Pastor. I'm moving from this position. I need my children... 2023. Oh, guys. No, 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 Battling with a mistress. How are you going to make the limbs grow? Battling with a mistress. How is the church going to grow? Having men with mistress in church. The, the church must be cleaned up. And we must separate ourselves. Those that do not want to leave the message. They must leave us alone. I say it. Abraham was a quality, was a man of honor. Sisters, are you hearing me? When those visitors came, Sarah didn't come and just join. Ah, where now? Sarah, Nasa Papi. 
she was not too forward. She had timidity. She had sobriety. She must have greeted them. God bless you. God bless you. And she went back to say, what can I prepare for them? Hey, but these days, even as visitors, it says, gonna sit away and get up. Because why femininity has escaped women. Sobriety has escaped women. There was an order in that house. A man in his position. A woman in her position. And God came down. Mm. Let's look. The resurrection of Lazarus. Paragraph 4-0. Look, just before the coming of the Russians one, the great son of God, God sent an angel down. And that angel came to a home that was a respected home. Eri? Community respecting the home. Hmm? Slave queens didn't just phone at the house of Abraham anytime they wanted. No. And the angel come to a home that was a respected home. Amen. If you want angels to visit your home, be like Zachariah's home. Him and Sarah living upright before the Lord. Living in perfect obedience to the weight in the light that they had. This were message believers. Very obedient to the weight in the light. Light it means the revelation of the weight that they had during their time. The resurrection, I carry on in the same line of thought. Now, before God sent Jesus to earth, he sent an angel. An angel come to, the, to a home, Zacharias and Elizabeth. They were, they were great, renowned believers. Amen. What is the word renowned? No. Everybody knew that's the house of believers. Drunkards, when they visited the house of Zacharias, Zacharias, they knew we had to leave our beer by the gate and walk in because this is a a holy family. Your uncle must know that I drink, but when I go to uh, the house of uh, of Muzul, there I don't drink. It's a holy place. I don't smoke there.
They were great, renowned believers. Christians to call them. That's the kind. Do you hear? That's the kind of a home that an angel can get to. You know what I think today? The reason that we don't have no more angelic visitations than we do, we who call ourselves Christians play cards half the night and read all true story magazines and have beer in the icebox. These days, brothers are drinking savannah and they say it has, it's non-alcoholic. Heineken, <laughs> non-alcoholic. It's happening, folks. Because it's a spirit of liberalism that is now engulfing them. I will be with the savannah drinkers, but I will not drink the alcoholic one. I will drink the non-alcoholic, but I look the part. But I'm a brother. That's the reason angels don't visit us. You can't mix oil and water. You can't mix holiness and unholiness. When was your last time as a man, your family had you speaking about God around the table. I'm just thanking God how He saved you. And they hear you having a gratitude of what God made out of your life. And you speak to them and say, Our God is alive. When was the last time? Are you with me, folks? You know, another another demon that has made and engulfed people in our time is a demon of privacy. Privacy. Demons thrive in privacy. The reason, as I'm preaching about fellowship, the reason there are no longer more fellowship between brethren, everyone is keeping their corner under the umbrella of privacy. This is only for us here. If believers visit you, you can't wait that when are they leaving? Because umvango wange na man. Folks, those times where you enjoy fellowship until you say, but I will leave in the morning. We are still really fellowship. Those days are gone. But beggars cards, generations. Yes, that. But I'm a believer. When was, when was the last time the tape was played in this house? 
The kids don't know even know the voice of the prophet. But you say you want to raise believers. You are taking chances. You are with the kids today. Without God, you partner with God. You are t- these guys, there's a lot going on in their lives. You need to partner with God. God can see where you cannot see. God can go where you cannot go. And when you come together in the evening, you say, Lord, I don't know where they've been. But like Job of the whole, I'm making a sacrifice. If if they have wronged you, forgive them, God. It it was such a house of Abraham. There is nothing that Sarah would have put on. And you ask Abraham and Abraham, Namangasi. Abraham knew Sarah's wardrobe. Yeah. Folks, I see these days slits are coming back in church. I don't blame women. Where are men? Where Amen. Women are innocent. Sisters, we have blessed you for a long time. You are not guilty. Where are the men? You know why? Once a man loses his position, that family is gone. You find, even if we can call the sister, side and sister, why is your, you've got a slave? Uh, and we say, your husband, did, she, did your husband speak to you? I hustled to buy my dress. He doesn't even buy me a dress. But if it was you, brother, buying them, being a provider, you know, say, my wife, not this one. Uh, this one. Uh, and sisters, are you here? A dress can be good for you in 2023, but in 2028 it may not be good. This is again. This is that I'm preaching. You think I'm talking stories? I'm preaching the truth here. Where is spiritual guidance in the whole? Because the nature of that angel is holy. That angel is holy. He can only go to holy places. A minister directed a backslider to a church after the backslider has gone for a long time. And the backslider asked and said, hey, tomorrow I'm going to church. What must I be careful of? Uh, you know, then she went to church in the evening. The minister asked, how was church? He says, you know what, I was in church. But the problem is that things, when I backslid, things that are, were no, no longer allowed... And when I was afraid that I must not come to church looking like that, now when I go there, everybody's like me. Are you here, message believers? Somebody has got to preach the truth. Somebody has got to raise the bar. Are you still with me? And when you have long, in the house of Abraham, there was discernment. Everything was done by discernment. Between good and evil. I'm asking. 
of all houses of men in the house in the in the house or in the tabernacle of brother Branham, why did the angel decide to visit the house of sister Hedy? Hmm? Go and check the quotation. Brother Branham said, every time I travel around the world, the first place that I want to come home to and stop by is at the house of sister Hedy. What made the prophet to feel comfortable in the house of Sister Haiti? And here is the question. Will the prophet feel comfortable in our homes? Will the prophet feel comfortable in our churches today? Will he recognize them today? Here is the quotation. Believers doubt this. Paragraph 35. Now when this angel comes. Perhaps the angel visits me to visit you. The angel visits me to visit you. The angel was not visiting Sarah. The angel was visiting Abraham for Sarah. The angel was not visiting us, was visiting William Branham for us. Amen. Amen. The, the nature of this angel, there must be something prophetic. There must be a prophet in your life for this angel to come. Abraham was a prophet. And this angel was the way to made flesh. And came to the house of Abraham. That means everything was in order in the house of Abraham. Yes. I'll come according to the time of life. And Sarah, their wife, shall have a son. God sitting on a chair. Enjoying cake and meat. God. Abraham knew. While she was there, maybe busy with the dishes, she knew my husband is speaking to God. God, not a deacon, not a pastor, God has visited my husband. They are having a discussion now about matters of this family. This angel still wants to visit your home. But what is the nature of your home? Because anything, this angel, can be repelled by it if it is not in lie. Let me stop here. God bless you. And here you have come, oh Father God, Lord, in a very special way, oh Father God, Lord. The gospel, the sin-killing gospel, oh Father God, Lord, that is all what we need, oh Father. We need men, Father God, Lord, that have got masculinity in them, oh Father. And God, Father God, Lord, in this sodomite, sodomic generation, Father God, Lord, those men are rare, oh Father. And Lord, you are speaking, restoring men back to his position, oh Father. Restoring women back to their positions, oh Father. Restoring children back to their positions. Oh God, and Lord, we would like to thank you for, uh, for sending Malachi 4, oh Father. Thank you, Lord we would like to thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, for the, the shadow that we have seen in Abraham, oh God. That, Lord, you trusted Abraham, oh God, mm. knowing that he would command his children, he would command his offspring, Father God, Lord, to follow your word, oh God. And Father, here we are, oh God, as men, Father God, Lord, 
Here we are, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, with the responsibility upon our children, oh, Father God, Lord, upon our, our shoulders, oh God, that, Lord, we must teach the oracles of your word to our families, oh, Father God, Lord. May you revive, Father God, Lord, altar calls, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father. May you revive, Father God, Lord, family altars, oh, Father God, Lord. May you bring, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, the message of the hour, oh God, Lord, to our doorsteps, Father God, Lord. That, Lord, as you journey, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, through Emalatlani, God, you may look, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, to where to pass to, Father God, Lord. And you may choose our houses, oh, Father God, Lord, that you may come, Father God, Lord, and commune with us, oh God, Lord. How we thank you, my God and my Lord, Father God, Lord, for such power, oh God, Lord, for such demonstration, Father, no fear, no favor, Father God, Lord, but Lord, to line up men, Father God, Lord, according to your will, oh God, Lord. We pray for our dear pastor, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, many might hate him or not like him, Father God, Lord, but Lord, we choose him, Father God, Lord, for standing with you, Father God, Lord, that even though many may run away from him, oh God, but Lord, he will gain favor with you, Father God, Lord, for speaking the truth and the truth alone, oh God, Father. We like more of this, Father God, Lord, from him, oh Father God, Lord. We like you, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, to lift us up higher, O oh God, Lord. For there is a day, O oh Father, that He shall answer for light our tabernacle, O oh Father, oh Lord. And we would like to be there, O oh Father, oh Lord, to say thank you, Pastor Madiba, for you preached the truth. Thank you, for Pastor Madiba, for you saved us from that Sodomic and Goma and, and generation, O oh Lord. My God and my Lord, Father, we are coming before you, O oh Father, oh Lord. This is a generation of homosexuality, O oh Father, oh Lord. Our children, O oh Lord, they are going to school, Father God, Lord, with people that are filled with such spirit of God, Lord. At work, Father God, Lord, we work with men, Father, that are filled with such spirit, Father God, Lord. In the shops where we go, Father God, Lord, our wives, Father God, Lord, people that we know, Father God, Lord, they get in touch with spirit of God, Lord. And my God and my Lord, Father, if we do not, Father, have time for you and our family altars, Father God, Lord, those spirits will dominate us, Father God, Lord. But Lord, if we set ourselves aside, oh God, Lord, to refuse this body, Father God, Lord, and the influences, Father God, that come by this generation, Father God, Lord, we will be able, Father God, Lord, Jesus, to be saved, Father, from this evil, adulterous generation, Father God, Lord. We are praying as we call upon your name, Father, that, Lord, you may save us from such a filthy generation, oh God, Lord. May you come, Father, the way you saved Abraham, oh God, Lord, may you save us, Father God, Lord. The way you saved, Father God, Lord, those that hearkened unto your voice, oh God, Lord, may you save us, Father God, Lord. Time is no more, Father. Father, we are seeing the signs, oh God, Lord, the earthquakes, Father God, Lord, rumors of wars, oh Father. We are seeing, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father Lord, even the conduct of human beings, oh Father God, Lord, yes. they have become animals without you, oh God. You. We are crying out to you, oh Father, that may you remember us, oh Father God, Lord, in this corrupted evil generation, oh Father. May you bring your favor upon the bride, oh God, Lord. We have heard of three types of believers, oh Father. Even here where we are, oh God, Lord, the pastor has said, oh Father God, Lord, May you help us, Father God, Lord, not to take the influence of another man, oh God. Mm. Not to set another man as an, a role model, oh Father, mm. but to take this message, Lord, that has been preached today, oh God, Lord, as a role model, oh Father, whereby every man, Father, in his closet, every family in their closet, Father, they know their weaknesses, oh God, Lord. And my God and my Lord, if the voice, my God and my Lord, Father, that knows what every man thinks, oh God, Lord, come and straighten us up like this, oh God, Lord, how we gain favor with you, oh Father. God, Lord, how we gain favor with the angels of God, oh Lord, my God and my Lord, Father, we would like to thank you today, oh Father God, Lord, help us, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father, lift us up higher, oh God, Lord, draw us closer to your Father, like one day when the prophet was hunting, oh Father God, Lord, you came unto him, oh Lord, and you said, can I stroll with you, can I walk with you, can you yes. walk with me, my God and my Lord, Father, we give ourselves to you.
to you, O Lord, that, Father, can you stroll down the journeys of life with us, O Father? Can you walk down the lane of life with us, O God, Lord, holding our hands, O Father, God, Lord, not giving in to the pleasures and the pressure, the pleasures of this world, O God, but, Lord, shunning the very appearance of evil, O Father, that, Lord, we may preserve, Father, that great uh, favor with you, O Father, God, Lord, as we pray this afternoon, O God, Lord, we commit this week, Father, and the rest of what remains of it, Father, God, Lord, into your mighty hands, Father, God, Lord. Help us, Father, God, Lord, to live according to what we have heard, O Father, God, Lord. If there are leaking pots in our hearts, Father, God, Lord, may your word, Father, God, and the Holy Spirit demand, Father, that this word that we have heard today might not leak from our hearts, O Father, God, Lord, but may it grow, o Father, God, Lord, even as you continue preaching in us, O Father, God, Lord, so that, Lord, we may be conformed, Father, God, Lord, and transformed according to your will, O God. We thank you, mighty God of Israel, Father. Bless the church. Bless everyone of the God, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, believing. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the tie that binds. If you can have the song on the screen.
further along will understand.
message by grace. You are dismissed thereafter. Have a blessed week. Amen. A, a tape a day keeps the devil away. Amen. God bless you till we see you next Sunday. sing it. Normally the church will listen to the worshiping team and not sing. It I want to only the church for now. time church the building. Yes, sir.
Jesus. Lord bless you, brother.